Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the new Nasty Boys. I'm your co-host this morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you decide to listen to this thing, Billy DeVore, and sitting across from me as always is... Hello, everybody. Hi, it's me, Lee Michael Kimbrell. How you doing out there, Nasty Boys and Girls across the whole wide world, huh? Yeah. They're pretty good. Yeah, feeling all right. Feeling all right sitting here on a Thursday in August and game and a half out of the playoffs. Mm, you love to hear it. Can't be too upset about it. Not at all. You know, we'll talk about it. You know, you don't want to lose two to the Cubbies, but that's how the cookie crumbles sometimes. Sometimes when you score 14 runs in one game. In this wacky game of baseball. And you have the one and only Joseph Daniel Votto get his 2,000th career Come hit. Come on. And then also followed up by getting his 2,001st career hit, a Joey Votto Odyssey. Yes. You <laughs> kind of have to expect there's going to be a little bit of a drop And on the other side of things, I mean, Cubs lost 12 in a row with like an insane run differential. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you're not... It was just gonna. It was bound to happen eventually. Right, and all the guys that they had fielded out there play for the Cubs. None of them would be Rookie of the Year. No, that is an embarrassment to that movie. Yes, I bet that Jed Hoyer watched that. He's like, I've got guys that are not as good as this kid. Let's throw them out there. Right. Let's just run them up. That's what it looked like. And you brought this up before the pod, but no tape on these guys. None. We didn't know what they were doing. None whatsoever. And that you know, like think about it. They're like. Dudes that are two bad swings away from being mechanics of car X. Yes. You know, and that's not a slight on people who work at car X. It's a slight on the skill set of the people who play for the Chicago Cubs right now. Right, for sure. If you work if you work in the automobile business, good, good for you. Good on you, brother. Yeah, you're hard working. But you have no business being a major league baseball player. Probably. Unless you are a pitcher. For the Arizona Diamondbacks. Did you see that shit? No. The guy who started, the who had the no-no. Oh, yeah. Gibson or, yeah, Gilbert. Gilbert. Yeah. Uh, he, in the offseason, electrician. No shit. And then he was like an electrician in 2020, and he's like, I'm going to step away from baseball. And every, his whole family's like, nah, go back. You still ha- you still got it. You yeah. should go. And he's like, all right, I guess I'll stop being an electrician and go play baseball. And then goes throws out a no-no against the San Diego Padres. No shit. I did not know that. How fucking I rad. did see a figure that the, his fastest pitch on the day was 91.4 miles per hour. There it is. Just that's what, throwing that's, seeds, dude. That's exactly what we were talking about. It's how it's reverting back. You know, people, everyone sees 101 mile an hour fastball. Yeah. If it's not located, they take it to right center field and you're putting it in that dirty cesspool that is at Chase Field. Yeah. And I mean, e- even if you look at one of the guys who had some success against the Reds, Hendricks. Yeah. That guy. He's made us look foolish before. Yeah. And I brought it up because Mr. Rocket of of uh, the San Ranto podcast yes. brought it, like you guys have really destroyed him, and I'm like, well, it's far, it's it's happened, but more often than not, he'll go out and throw six and a third and do what the fuck he just did. Exactly. So it is what it is. So I, it's a bummer, but you know what? It, as long as the Padres keep losing and we're only one and a half back, 
fine by I mean, me. Come on, dude. You're There's still a possibility that we wake up tomorrow a half game behind. Mm. All we if we win tonight, yeah, and the Padres lose. By mm. the way, playing Philadelphia, yeah, not a bad team. Not they're in the thick of their own playoff hunt, right? Because the NL East, it's quote unquote so competitive, yeah, so stacked. No, fully mediocre with a couple stars, wildly mediocre. Yeah, which also proves like, dude, everything is running through the NL West, and then whatever's going to happen in our division, right? You know, I mean, I'm not, I am thoroughly not scared. People are still psyched on the Mets. I'm like, I get it. Syndergaard's throwing off the mound. You can have all of the best pitching in the world, but if you don't have someone who can hit the ball, you're totally screwed. Yeah. Did you see, did you see uh, Steve Cohen, the owner of the Mets, his yeah. comments? What'd he say? He tweeted, he's like, our slugging percent, the numbers don't lie. We're an off, we're t- a terrible offensive team. The owner said that. The owner tweeted it. Yeah. That's wild. Let me read the, let me find and read the exact freaking tweet. Okay. I've been, oh, uh. Oh, the, the last thing on my phone. The ultimate Yeezy 350 sizing and uh, fit guide. How about that? Looking for more Yeezys because no man could ever have too much of the most comfortable pair of shoes. Um, Steve Cohen. Twitter. Here it is. Oh, here it is. I wonder if it's been deleted yet. It's here's exactly what he tweeted. Steve Cohen. Check mark. Verified. Not like some yeah. troll account. It's hard to understand how professional hitters can be this unproductive. The best teams have a more disciplined approach. The stru- the slugging and OPS numbers don't lie. I mean, he's, he's not, not wrong, wrong. But no one does that. No, no one comes out and just drags their own players. Yeah. No one, the owner, no, I mean, like, of course you had Steinbrenner come out and do that in, like, the 70s and 80s, who would just fire Billy Martin every other day. Yeah. But, like, you also you you also don't have like your boss just coming and just smear campaigning. I know everyone who works for you. Fucking Cohen, man. This is what happens when you let a uh, hedge fund. Yeah, fucks. just let some billionaire playboy dude. Well, like the ultimate, because you've got like your old school white business dudes who have owned baseball teams for years, right? Yeah. You've got those fucks, but like you wouldn't see. As much shit as we've talked, you wouldn't see Bob Castellini have a press conference and just call out the entire team. No. He would just be optimistic still. Okay, but like what happens if in a week the Mets offense goes crazy? Then I mean, what if, you know, it's it's like the game is changing. Everything is changing. It's like it doesn't, I don't know, this, there's a precedent that seems, feels kind of like Mark Cuban-y. Sure, but you've also never, I mean, no, Mark wasn't that, it would never be that critical of yeah. these guys. You, I mean, just basic business 101, when your boss is cri- like calls you out in front of your coworkers and is critical against you, you're not really motivated, you're demotivated, and right. it's not giving you an incentive to keep going because you're like, this guy's a fucking dick, I'm out of here. Right. So I, I don't know if it's going to help because I mean, hobby yeah, bias is, is going to be yeah. hobby bias eventually, which is strikeouts and homers. Yes, that's what he's. That's always what he's. That's what he does. Been. He drops dingers and he strikes out. Pete Alonso's dipped since the home run derby. Um, I mean, Conforto hasn't been hitting. Everyone hasn't been yeah, hitting. Yeah, Lindor's not even on the field. Dude, they're all slumping at the same time. Yeah, it just happens. That happens. 
But you don't just call them out one fell swoop and, and be like, you guys need to figure it out. Yeah. I got screwed on the AMC stock deal. Yeah. <laughs> and hopefully we, uh, you know, we were talking about just the, the, the East in general. Padres are playing the Phillies. Phillies, there's a lot of people, and I think it's just like star power driven. There's a lot of people calling for a Bryce Harper like MVP candidacy. Sure. Which is so crazy to me, okay? I know that these are almost a week old. This is from last Saturday during the game. They showed this graphic. This season in 86 games, Joey Votto, 285, 25 dingers, 72 ribs. 47 runs, 957 OPS. Okay. Bryce Harper, 94 games, 298. He's got Votto on average. Okay. 21 home runs, Votto, 46 RBIs. He's just not hitting with anyone in, in yeah, scoring position. But, but uh, like literally almost half the RBIs is Joey. Yeah. He scored more runs and he's got a higher OPS. Yeah, I don't understand why that conversation. I mean, is... if you're if you are even bringing up Bryce Harper to be in that conversation, then you have to talk about Joey Votto too. I couldn't agree with you more. Well, you the national to. spotlight is still on Winker, which yeah. is which is amazing, and his numbers have dropped off a little bit. But in the the grand scheme of it, dude, I'm with you. I for we have three sure. le- like you know fairly legitimate. We have three guys that should finish in the top ten in MVP voting. Correct, and one of them is, and another guy is a rookie of the year. Yeah, Zero two of them doubt. could be rookie of the year. Yeah, it's almost like they're competing against themselves. I know. It's exciting shit. You still getting Cincy shirted? Yeah, it's fine. I'll deal with it later. Um, I'll tell him I'm doing the pod. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's no reason you got those two competing against themselves. It's super exciting to know that. That you have the stalwarts that are going to be here still for a couple more seasons, like Winker and Votto, who are producing at, yeah. an, at an elite level, and rookies that are producing at a close to, you know, at a far above average level. Yeah. So you've got the present and the future just still mashing. I know. It's very exciting. Do this, what, what percentage of your gut and your butthole tells you that? Nick will play for us next year. Oh boy, my! Is it gonna be like a huge number that we're gonna have to give him? Butthole. I don't think it's gonna be have to be that much bigger. I think what we're paying him four sixty four. I think you have to go to like eighteen, nineteen, maybe twenty million a year. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. I would. I would do it. That is if the front office gets their shit together and they realize what they need to do and they go fucking do it. And they go, we got the capital coming in. This guy's been unbelievable. We have to keep him around. He's a he's a fan favorite. Yeah. And he loves it here. Yeah. Clearly. And has fully embraced the fan base. If they get their shit together, it's a big if, and if they bring the right amount of money to the table and they and say the Red Sox don't just go out there and be like, here's, here's 20, 25. Here's 25 and overpay. Then I feel like we've got a good shot. I think it's, it's a, I, <laughs> at this too. point, I think it's 50-50. The tide has turned a little bit. He wants to win. That's what he came here to do I is know. to win. And we're proving we can do that here. Here. Is he too much of a hired gun to move on and be like, yeah, man, I'm just going to float. I'm just going to be this guy who comes in for a year or two. Just an assassin. It just, yeah. 
and just mash. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. I, it's a fifty-fifty for me. Where's where's your gut at with it? I think he stays, and I'm an optimist too. But like he does, he does, he's really thrived here. He's always been a stud, right? And people know have known around the league that he is good. But mm-hmm. this is a season where you know, first All Star game. He's in. He's had a couple viral moments. His family is like big in the sea in the city now. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. He's kind of matured. He's become a bit of a star in Cincinnati, and yeah, I think I think he'd like to stay. His son's shirt is of him in a fucking Reds jersey. By God, yeah. You know what I'm saying, dude? And the city has em- more than just embraced and like it- it's one of the best selling shirts. In the city. Like, I walk around the ballpark. I see it often. All the time. Yeah. We've sold thousands. Yeah. So, like, when the city loves you and when this city's all about you and you're contributing, we give the most back. Yeah. This is a baseball town. Yeah, for sure. Through and through. And when we're awesome and we're in the thick of it, people are fucking psyched. They're in and they give the most back to it. I just want a playoff game here. Yeah. That we can so go bad. to. I know. And be dude. in that environment. I've heard stories about 2010 and like how fucking. Could you nuts. imagine if we eke our way into the playoffs, beat the do- the, the Doshers? Oh, God. And then, you know, get to see a game in GABP. Dude, it would be so cool to see that game in GABP. And it would be pretty cool if we could, like. Be in that moment, but also have like a live sports platform to talk about it. To and talk stuff. about it, dude, and like it's not a bad idea. Bring everybody in with us when it happens. Talk about how exciting it is when we win and things like that. Yeah. Like audio only, though. Uh, specifically audio only. Uh, there is a place for that. It's called Spotify Green Room. Um, it's free to download and to use. Talk to me, Lee, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. It's perfect for watch parties, debates, post game breaks breakdowns and reacting to breaking news spotify green room it's a free audio only social media platform for sports fans uh we'll be hosting a room every week at some time on some day uh, come through and talk with me and lee live uh, all you need to do is download the spotify green room app for free in the ios app store create a profile link your twitter and join the sports drink group Follow us at The New Nasty Boys to be notified when our room goes live. We'll be going live on Spotify Green Room at some day, at some time. Come with your spiciest takes. Come with your damn spiciest takes. Spiciest takes. You know what? If You know what? Steve Cohn wouldn't be in a lot of trouble if he did that on Spotify Green Room. For real. I'll tell you that right now. Your next platform would be booming. You could spout off on an old Spotify Green Room. You're yeah, safe. he could. Yes, he could. Um, how how was your week, bud? I was about to say, dude. Let's talk some comedy real quick. Comedy. We, I mean, it's a Reds pod, and uh, it's a it's a fun and, mix and of it's, both. And it's, and it's an exciting time. It's the it's like the only time, barring last year, which we just don't count really anything. Mm-mm. It's the only time we've had a podcast where we're talking about the Reds in like a, a very seems like sustainably excitable way. Correct. So. Sorry that we hopped right into the red stuff, but your boys are horny for the reds we're, right now. We're so unbelievably horned. We're but, horned and gorned. But if you're still listening, it's because you love old Lee and Bill. You do. You love us so you much. You love the two of us, right, man. babe? They love us so much. And Alicia. If you're a real diehard, then you know Alicia. You know, you know the first lady. You know the fucking first lady. The she keeps this whole operation going. Yeah, she does. She's got some spicy takes. <laughs> she does. She has some hot old takes. Yeah, she does. Hot her, damn takes. Her her takes. 
are as hot as her hair. She's a redhead. Uh, b- come on. I know. Boo. I wish there was a boo button. <laughs> saucy. Boo. Saucy. Saucy mama. Man. Well, she's drinking probably one of the grossest things I've put in my mouth. Oh. Yowza. How'd Look, that sound? It probably sounded fine because I didn't drop the mic. There you go. Yeah, and it's perfect. still working. We're still good. There we go. I dropped the Zoom. Drop the recorder. So what did you... So you made a uh, smoothie. What is what is in said smoothie? Avocado, Greek yogurt, chocolate almond milk, some frozen fruit. I think it's peaches and strawberries, and then some agave nectar, and just a touch of homemade cashew butter for fun. I bet everybody out there is horny. Billy's the only one that's not horny. Thank Alicia. That's exactly what I was about to say. She just described a delicious smoothie that everyone I know would enjoy. <laughs> nope. It tasted nope. Tasted like mud. Tasted Dude, like cold, cold mud. That is so funny. It, it was foul. It had a terrible mud. texture. It's what I imagine like like fresh black top tar would taste like. That is crazy. Uh, not black top it, tar has not even a skosh of avocado's texture the, or flavor. Dude, here's the thing. You avocado, take all, cr- blended up avocado is a goddamn delicacy. You Ugh, you mix all those okay if i told you all those ingredients and i was like and it's on a multi-grain sandwich like i no. okay no <laughs> none of those things okay well, together. What, what if i told you that your favorite thanksgiving dinner would be coming in a smoothie form i would probably you would not like ground up turkey gravy and mashed potatoes <laughs> yeah. and corn you wouldn't like it you know what you're right i wouldn't like it <laughs> i would love it give me that <laughs> no. every day no, of the week dude. give me that in a big round metal spoon metal fucking no, straw like a, so like I a slurp, big slurp. like uh, like i like piping that you put on cakes <laughs> Just cut the corner. Cut the corner out of a Ziploc bag. Dude, put it in a pastry bag and bury me in it. I'm down. Dude, no way. Oh, hot, hot, yum yum. Give hot, me that. Yum yum. It, over cold, cold mud. Over cold, cold mud. Nope. Hot, hot, that yum is, yum. It's so funny. I was watching Alicia make that. I was like, that looks so good. You I, took a sip, it, and you're like, Ugh. yeah. It's like, in healthy things. Yeah, but if you like made made a, a smoothie where it's just like chocolate milk, Crisco, probably a couple pieces of deep fried chicken. You want like a savory milkshake. <laughs> that is <Yeah>. fucked up, <laughs> Billy. Give me a, if you're gonna give me a meal replacement smoothie, make it a fucking meal. Oh. Give me a ribeye with some mashed potatoes, green beans, gravy. <laughs> Fire it through. Thick straw, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, you need to be euthanized, man. Oh, you don't have to euthanize me. If I were to eat like yeah, that, yeah, I would, it wouldn't die. take long. No, that's like a competitive. That's like somebody who's into like, you know, porkies, uh, like 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 a feeder. You know, like porkies. Oh, I thought you meant like the movie from no, the eighties. No, I'm talking about like you know the kink kink shame free zone. Oh, for sure. But like the feeders. Oh like, yeah, girl, guy. Guys who like to feed girls, girls who like to feed guys, and they'll yeah. just like, yeah, just like really fatten them up. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Get where, them immobile. Where you see the meal gushing out of their belly button it's real and slide bad. it down. It's really bad. It's called Southern Earwax, fun it's, fact. Oh, <laughs> You shouldn't. <laughs> shouldn't know that. <laughs> I know, I just made it up. Yeah, oh, oh, okay. There you go. Yeah, my God. <laughs> 
the list grows, man. Okay, so here, I'll bring the train back on the road a little <laughs> bit. Uh, speaking of southern earwags, yep. I was just down in Alabama. How was it? Alabama was great. Huntsville. Huntsville, Alabama. Did you go to space camp? Uh, no. Did I, you drive by? I did. I put my hand on a couple rockets. It was cool. There's rockets all over the place down there. Wait, you put your hands on a couple rockets? Yeah. Oh, shit. I explored myself down there. Yeah, you Huntsville's did. interesting because you hear Alabama and everybody... A lot of preconceived notions about Alabama. Sure. A lot of them mostly true. Yeah. Huntsville, you bring up space camp. Huntsville is the highest IQ per capita of any city in the country. I believe it. Dude, I was talking to people after shows that were like... Three people after the show, I'm talking to them. I'm like, oh, so what do you do? And they're like, I can't tell you. Yep. <laughs> I was like, what? And they're like, yeah, I work at Lockheed Martin. I can't tell you what I do. I'm like, cool. Wait, Lockheed Martin? Lockheed Martin is in Huntsville. What is Lockheed Martin? It's like a bomb, indu- oh, like Jesus. military industrial complex. Oh, like I was, OSHA. This, I was talking to this one lady after the show, and she was saying... Uh, during no no it was the the waitress in the green room shout out Nicoletta um, she, she it was like a high alert area during the 9/11 attacks oh because they've got like nuclear bombs down there oh my god yeah it's crazy they're like it's it, it's a wild town but here's the thing I liked man it. if i'm a uh, 9/11 doer or a terrorist i, I don't like calling them terrorists their freedom fighters. Right. What they believe is their freedom. Right. They're not going around like being terrorists. They're not going around like, boo, gotcha. Ha ha, bring terror. Well, they, they, they terrorized. They terrorized. They did some things. But maybe. Who knows? Uh, you know my take. Inside job. But... Like they're not they're not going to be doing that much research and being like Huntsville, Alabama. No, they're going to do whatever is on TNT. Yeah. They're going to go to New York, Chicago, L.A. Right. They're yeah. going to go to like the big boys. Yeah, and take that's them down. True. Like when I saw the list as a kid, it's like eleventh uh, most likely place for a terror attack, Cincinnati, Ohio, because of Procter and Gamble. I'm like, you really think someone? Oh yeah, that's... is going to fly over and be like, let's fuck up the soap people. Yeah, yeah. And it was because of P and G. I was specifically okay. <laughs> kind of makes sense in the av- okay the aviation <laughs> sure but still Kroger Kroger <laughs> yeah <laughs> we have to destroy the supermarkets graders dude we're gonna make bananas be five dollars a bunch <laughs> dude okay that is one thing that I experienced in Huntsville there is a nationwide chicken wing shortage look man and that is fucked I know because I had the last batch of chicken wings in America in my freezer. Really? And I made them um, two weeks ago. And we, we had some wings. Yeah. I had wings. I just ate wings before I came here, and they were comically small. <laughs> they're delicious. They came from the pony. Pony knows yes! what they're doing. Oh, my God. It was, got pony wings a couple weeks ago. They are an That's inch shit. and a half. It's for, like, babies. It's, like it's, it's not even a choking hazard for a fucking infant. That's how small those fucking wings are. They are wings. Wings for babies. It Wings. felt. It's like. The, why did you kill these birds so soon? Yeah. You just fucking. These are these are egg wings. Because they got to get them back into circulation, dude. Uh, that shit was wild. They were tiny little wings. God damn, the ponies French fries are good. Uh, dude, did you get their that chili dip, the Frito chili no, dip? No, but oh. fuck my little buns. And next time you go there. Get the Philly cheesesteak. Okay, duly noted. The fi- everything at the pony might be severely underrated in this town. Yeah, I, you, I agree. 
Like, everything they do is good. You, I've never been like, man, this is just, eh. No, everything's good. For pub food, it's some of the best pub food. Yeah, it is. In general. It and is it, good. And the atmosphere is great. Uh, everyone who works there is great. I've never had a bad experience at the Pony because of a bartender or the food I had. Yeah, the only time I've ever had a bad experience at the Pony is, uh, you know, it was self-inflicted wound. Of you course. Know? I was too drunk and... Uh, I did some coke in the bathroom, and I had a. It took a turn for the worst for the evening. Did you puke? I didn't puke, but I felt like I was going to for like two hours. Oh, that's you the know that. worst. You know that when you're just like, yeah, we're having a good time. Let's ruin it. <laughs> yeah, that was many moons ago, but yeah. I still associate that evening. Well, you always have that thing where you're like, let's do a shot. You're yeah. like right there having a great time. You're like, let's see how far we could take it. I'm 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 hyped. I haven't done a shot in a hot minute. Me either. I think it's been uh, a week and a half. No, I didn't do one. Ten days. It's been longer than that. I didn't do one last weekend. Did I do one the weekend? What did we do the weekend before? We did last weekend. We you, we took off because you were singing. And we were in solidarity on not drinking. Pretty nice, smart. Nice. Weekend before, what did we do? We did shots at Ryan House with Danny. We did we shots did at Ryan House with Danny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. Hold on. Okay. We, we, we did shots at Liberty's. Okay. We did a lot. So. <laughs> okay. But okay. it's been a week. It's been almost. It's been. Uh, almost two weeks. Almost two almost weeks. Almost two weeks. That's a long time. That's half a month, babe. Don't give me shit. Yeah. That's a long time. It's a pretty good. That's a good. Fuck yeah, it is. It is so. Yeah, no kidding. So, uh, but yeah, I'm with you. It's yeah, you know, I think shots at Rhinehouse though, like getting one of them like Mexican rhinos. Yeah, it's not like all the way just one rip of tequila. Right. It's got like lime juice and hot sauce, like hot sauce. Oh yeah, it's that's like a good. Mix. Those are great. They're great. Everything plus rhino. It's great. So like, I don't know. I don't know if I count all the way. The last time I've just chugged, last time I've chugged straight from the bottle, it's been like a month. Uh, we did straight shots of tequila. I'm I'm saying chug from the bottle. It's a very high bar he's set for himself. <laughs> yeah, man. Look, I dude. haven't glugged alcohol straight <laughs> from the glass lips in nearly a month. I say in a month. Yeah, where I'm just starting to sound like an angry poet. Man, I drank. Uh, I drank. Some bourbon down in Huntsville, Buffalo Trace. Love Buff Tray. Good Buffalo Trace. Um, and then, yeah, uh, shout out, if you guys are listening, I think they might be. Shout out Nathan, shout out Connors. They showed me a great fucking time. They came to the show on Friday night. Just these young kids came up to me. They didn't look over 21 because they weren't. Of course. They were in there with fakes, fucking cool guys. Right. And yeah, they... I said something on stage about like smoking weed or whatever, and they came up to afterward like, "Do you want to smoke some weed?" And I went back to their place. Mm-hmm. Turned out it was one of their mom's places. Nice. I'm in the backyard. One of his brothers is back there with all of his friends. So I'm just <laughs> 30 years old, 10 o'clock at night, doing dabs in a backyard in Huntsville with <laughs> a bunch of high schoolers. <laughs> <laughs> Where he's like, shit, you're gonna wake up my mom, dude. dude. No, the mom was cool as fuck. The mom walks outside. All these young kids are just ripping cigs, doing dabs. She's just like, all right. What a cool mom. Yeah, it was cool. It was a very nice place. We went and shot some pool afterwards. They were they were cool ass dudes. That's awesome. Cool my fucking mom, guys. My mom would never let that happen. Yeah. If I was in high school. Oh no, never. Were they drinking at the club, or was it just like? Oh yeah, 
Yeah, they were going. <laughs> they were going. They had some. They had their fakes. They weren't. They weren't foolish. If I wouldn't have hung out with them, if they were like fall down sloppy ass drunk. Oh, of course not. You know, it was just light beer and dabs. That's perfect. Yeah, it was a good night. Yeah, Nance would have never. I've got. I mean, I got drunk with Nance after high school. Yeah, but it was never like, yeah, mom, we're fucking, we're we're hitting the we're hitting the bong. Low key problematic to be the parent where it's like you can drink and do drugs at my house. Couldn't agree with you more. You know, but I feel like people who had those type of parents, there's it's like it's on a fifty fifty. I go like. 75 25 75 percent they are well adjusted right 25 percent they're not they've been alcoholic since they were 14 correct yeah yeah Yeah, they're well adjusted they're like they're like i've I've been sad long so i got it uh (laughs) i've been sad long i've been sad long i get it so like those parents if they're like still have a good sturdy backbone and are still like good parents then they should be allowed. Yeah, then you know. they're just Catholic. Then they're exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then they're just Catholic. Yeah, We're, romanticized alcoholism from a very young age. Right. Well, because I heard a story from somebody. It's like, yeah, this dude. He uh, he's like his drinking got out of like really out of control. Lost his job at a check into rehab. And then uh, I heard someone say, "Oh, when did he start drinking?" They're like, "When he turned twenty-one is when he started drinking." You're like, "Ha!" There it is. There There's it your is. sign. There's your crux, dude. Yeah. You haven't had time to be an adult. It's the all boys school, all girls school. They get to college, sex maniacs. Exactly. You know, constantly mashing Jennies. Yes. Just figuring their bodies out. When are you gonna start a band called Mashing Jennies? <laughs> when I learn how to play an instrument. Yeah. No, you'd be the front man. You're oh. just hype man vocals. Hype man. I'm like uh You're the human accordion. I'm a flavor flavor. No, you're the human bagpipe. <laughs> you can hit a lot of tones. Dude, I can play the fart monica. That's yeah, pretty cool. Very, real squealy. <laughs> you got bagpipe vibes going on. Dude, I think I'm like the dude from Blues Traveler. Oh yeah, there it is. Yeah, human I got a million monica. harmonicas. Human monica. Yeah, humonica. Dude, okay, I will I had uh this I said the dumbest thing on stage. I I think I ever have. I was crowd working with this guy. Yeah. Sitting in the front row. He had like knuckle tats. He was a bad looking motherfucker. Sure. Bald as a cue ball. Bald like me. And I'm talking with him or whatever. It's that joke. It's hacky. What I'm just like, you know, about being gay with my dad. Yeah. And I'm just like, nah, I wouldn't be dating my dad. I'd be dating. And then I just point at whoever I want to point at. Yeah. And I pointed at him. And it, everyone's laughing. I'm like, yeah, you're bald like me. You've done nothing to grab onto. It means I'd have to like fall into your arms. <laughs> and then I just kind of sat in it, and people were laughing. They were liking it. And I pointed at the bald guy, and I pointed at mine. I was like, you put our heads together. We got, our, we got ourselves a butt. <laughs> and, dude, it killed so hard for some reason. And it just made me laugh because it's so stupid. It is a dumb, one and of I the dumbest like, things I've I even heard. said, I was like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever said in my entire <laughs> life. And I was like, we got butt cheek heads. And it's just, I'm like, what is fucking happening? <laughs> our heads look like butts. Our heads look like we butts. We put our heads together. We look like a butt. Dude, you got fuzzy butt. Yeah, I do got a fuzzy little butt. Yeah. I do in real life, too. Uh, I I don't think, I don't have much hair. You know, Matt? Yeah. He has the hairiest That's ass you, I've ever I seen. I think you've told me that on the pod even before. Probably. Prolifically hairy butt cheeks. You the newlywed it. Matt. Dude, it is thick. Like, if you were to shave a stripe down yeah. the side, it would be very noticeable. Damn. It would look like the start of deforestation. There you go. 
Like when you see those clips. I think I probably have brought it up. But every time every someone brings up a hairy ass, that is the first thing that comes to mind. Yeah, Matt Van, dude. Number Matt, one hair butt. Matt to ass. Dude, I had, you'll appreciate this, found, a, dude, I didn't do a ton of venturing out uh, sure. like Friday well, there's not a whole lot of venturing out to do in Huntsville, Alabama. That's why they put Space Camp there, and so they could literally leave yeah. and go as far possible away from Huntsville. It's like 98 degrees. Gross. Thick, puddingy air. Like, so hot. So I love my hotel, and I found a place. Shout out to Good, good Feelings or, like, Good Comfort Kitchen or something. Dude, I had some of the best grits I've ever had in my life. No shit. I had a grits, cheddar, cheddar cheese, and bacon with some microgreens on top. Ooh. Ooh, fuck me up. And I got a cup of this hatch green chili, like chicken, white chicken chili. Ooh. Man, good eating. I ate good. That sounds good. That that play, that name, whenever I hear something like that, like comfort kitchen. Yeah. Or like, it's going to make you feel good. It's going to make you feel good. Meemaw's food shack. Yeah. Like the Meemaw's first- butter corner. <laughs> Oh, God. I, dude, I would destroy that. The first thing that comes to mind when I see somewhere like that is like, they better have country fried steak and gravy. Ooh, Immediately. White when, gravy. Oh. oh. Or even brown gravy. Yeah, but I love a white gravy. Mm, on that sh- Oh, I had that in Florida. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they had the, uh, I had a uh, country fried steak or whatever for breakfast with some eggs. A chicky cunt? A chicky cunt steak? Chicky chunk. It was delicious. But, uh, yeah, that sounds awesome. I haven't been to a place like that in a hot minute. It's good food. Really enjoyed it. Huntsville overall, cool fucking town. Yeah. I like it. I'm excited to go back. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, I would be too. Fuck. You would. Ne- it's always like those little gems. You're like, oh, where did this come from? Oh, okay. Yeah. Everywhere, if you oh. just do a little bit of digging, has cool shit. I forgot. I texted myself this, and I forgot about it until just now. One of the kids, I believe it was Connor's, mm-hmm. his... Some story where it's like his dad grew his dad and Craig Kimbrell's dad have like a contracting business together or some shit. So they're like thick as thieves. He grew up. Craig Kimbrell is from Huntsville. Holy shit. This year out in Colorado, this fucking kid that I met, Connors. Craig Kimbrell got him tickets. He went out to the All Star game in D- in Denver. Dude, D Town yeah. Colo for the yeah. All Star. D Town Colo for the All Star game. Yeah, that's right. I remember that. Did he? What did he say? Like he it was, said just it was incredible? incredible. Yeah, he got. Yeah, they got the whole deal, the whole tour. He got to see all the cool shit. Yeah, so like Craig Kimbrell and is a Huntsville like Huntsville's native son. Yeah, one of the most famous Huntsvillians. Sure. And uh, yeah, it was cool. I got to meet like their families and shit. That's fucking awesome. I had a blast. Dude. I had a good fucking time. They know how to they know how to host in Huntsville. That's the South, dude. Yeah, it was really nice. That's so much better than just being by yourself in a hotel room just kind of doing masturbating nothing. until it hurts. Oh, but isn't that great sometimes though? Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes you just need Sometimes to, it is. Yeah, sometimes you just need to pound it out. Yes. And yeah. Abuse yourself. Oh, truly abuse. And the room. <laughs> yeah. And all of the linens and the towels. Tom Segura's joke about it is the best. It's nice. It's pretty good. Just kind of let loose. It also depends on how shitty the hotel is, too. Yeah. I had like, a decent hotel bed, a Hampton Inn. Hampton? Okay. Hampton Inn. I had a jacuzzi 
bathtub? What? I would have never left the room. I took a hot jacuzzi and a cold jacuzzi. Oh, a cold jacuzzi. A cold jacuzzi. Did your muscles feel It fresh? felt good. Yeah, it felt good, man. A little cold bath with some jets. Ooh. Come on me. Well, you could. Come on me. Yeah, you, you had the opportunity to beat yourself out of it, so. It was good. Then the drive back, pretty easy. Pretty How standard. How long of a drive is that? From Lexington, it is like five hours on the dick. So from here, it's like basically going to Atlanta. It's That's like a, a lot f- closer than I would think it, it would yeah, be. No, it's like, yeah, it's five hours from Cincy, so yeah. Six oh and a half, six forty-five. Oh, because Huntsville's not all the way south. It's no. just like just barely in the. And Huntsville's like close to Atlanta. I think it's just further west. I would have I would have bounced over to Atlanta for a day. Yeah, Atlanta fucking rules. Atlanta's a great town. Well, I was up at Wiley's. I was with about Seamer. to say, dude, it sounds like a really fun one. It was a blast. Seymour was over the moon. It was. He was fantastic. He was great. Kyle Kemper was great. Uh, the guest sets were great. Mike Wells. Who, uh, Did anyone else do a guest set? And Wyatt. Hmm. Lutz. Is his last name Lutz? I want to say Lutz. Yeah, Lutz. Um, dude, Wells, you know, he's a huge Reds fan, so he's going to oh, come yeah, down. We're going to go to a game. Right. He's going to hop on here. Um, he was great, but it was just so nice to be like with someone who fucking got it Yo, that yes. I don't get to talk to about with like every other day. I love finding a, a, a Reds fan. Oh. I mean, he's got he's got the actual stamp. He's got the red C and the reds on his forearm. So wow, that's always good to see. But the sets are great. That club fucking rules. It's the oldest in Ohio. Wiley's is know. a good a good show at Wiley's is hard to beat. It is and very the shows hard. were good. The shows because they're typically like they're fun, but they're typically light. But if yeah. you can put thirty five people in there, you're rocking. Doesn't matter. We had twenty. 22 Friday, 25 Saturday. Or 27 go. Saturday. Dude, that's fine. I've always said, like, go bananas. You just need 12 people at go bananas to have a good show. Yeah. So you need 20, at least 20 at Wiley's because the stage is up higher. Yeah. It's still a small enough room. Yeah. Especially when they close the curtain. Um, then you're in business. So I sold a hat. I Boom. sold a couple hats. Uh, I I figured out the first, the Friday I had the pitch where I was like, guys, I made the dumbest decision of my life. And I'm trying to pass it on to you. Here is my hat. And I showed people the picture, uh, uh, the, the hat, which is a new era snapback hat. Very nice. With embroidered my face. Wearing a hat. Wearing a hat. Well, it's a Reds hat, of course. Yes. But it's dumb. It's dumb. But it's hilarious. It's cool. It's, it's a cool piece of merch. It's really funny because it's so dumb. Yeah. And it's a handsome hat. But I sold one, and this then the 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 couple, the lady of the couple, slid into my DMs and was just like, "By the way, this was not the dumbest thing we've ever bought. This hat rules. Hell nice yeah. to meet you." I was like, "Yeah, thanks." That's very nice. So pretty cool. Um, it was great. And you get man. to sleep in your own fucking bed. Got to sleep in my own bed. Come back home and like hung out with some with the folks up there. And like there was a good gaggle of comics that came out. Yeah. So it was just super nice. Shows were fun. Were fun. Friday was a little bit of a struggle, but Fridays are always tough. Fridays, it's a really, really hard time. I feel like Fridays, there should be one show, and it starts at like 8.30. Couldn't agree with you Almost more. a later show. Because, I mean, that early... Fridays are just tough, because the early show, say it's at 7, 
your get off at five. If most of these people get off at five o'clock, whether you're working from home or you're commuting, if you're commuting, then you're rushing home, getting ready, going to the club, trying to get some dinner beforehand. Yep. You're kind of rushed. And if you go to the late show Friday, you're then hammered. you're fucking sloshed and you woke up at 7 a.m. to go to work. Yep. So you're, yeah. Friday is a tough comedy night. Saturday is where it's at. Exactly. And it proved to be the case. It always does. It was the case in Huntsville. We had a good time Friday night, but the Superior show was Saturday. What time were your shows on? Was your show on Friday? It was just one show. Friday was seven thirty. That's Saturday was six thirty. Ugh, that's too early. It's pretty early. But I get it because you give people more time to plan their day around. And it, it worked. Yeah, it was fine. Also, let's just talk about the concept of a weekend. When you think about it, you're working nine to five Monday through Friday. Yeah, you're off at five on Friday, and then you have on. Then the only true day you really have off is Saturday. Yeah. Sure, you have all day Sunday, quote unquote. Yeah. But no, you're getting ready You've for the week. You've just got Monday hanging around and you're fucking prepping, getting ready for the week. It's exactly. true. You're meal prepping or you're doing stuff or you're having the Sunday night scaries. It is time, America. Three day weekend. Yes. Four day work week. Four day work it week. It should be a four day work week. We can get enough done in that amount of time. Yeah. The the idea that, you know, people are pulling eight, nine, ten, eleven hour, twelve hour days sometimes just to go on a Tuesday to get shit done, it's like they people need to be rewarded for that. Right. And continue to be able to be like, if I have to work five full days, I need to have two full days off. You're not getting you're not getting that. Yeah. Not at all. No. Even though there are places where it's like, I'm blowing off Friday, where it's like, good for you. Right. But that's not the norm. That's not the standard. Yeah, no. It's wonderful. It's If you can. Yeah, if you can swing it, then do it. Oh, for sure. But it's just that, that that's just archaic. I feel like we need to go to the four-day work week. Yeah. Give people more time off. For give sure. Them, give, it's their life. You want to be remembered for being in a cubicle, staring at spreadsheets all day, or you want to fucking... Give yourself some time. Give yourself some... Give yourself some time. I've been... Uh, so, the Yeezys, we brought this up. I brought this up earlier. Uh, Kanye still hasn't put out Donda. Oh, yeah. And but you know how much that affects my life. August 26th, he's doing a Donda in Chicago. Like, one of the big, like, uh, you know, concert... Like, what he did in Atlanta. Right. But he's doing it in Chicago. Is he still living in Atlanta? Yeah. He's still living in that dome? Yes. Dude... And then I don't blame him for getting that for not getting the album done. Yeah, I do not blame him at all. Because here's what I would do if I lived there: uh, I would just wake up and then open up every restaurant in the arena. Yeah, and just run around the field. Are you kidding? I wouldn't even do. No, I would just be like, it's Sunday. Guess what? I'm getting Chick Fil A. Turn it on the fryers. Yeah, dude, I'm going in there. I'm getting Burger King. I'm mixing and matching in there. <laughs> I'm going to town. And you know half what? Burger King, have McDonald's fries. Oh God, yeah. Sounds good. Into Burger it. King French fries. I haven't had them in a long time, but they are so good. Underrated. So underrated. I believe we talked about it. I had another Chiking, the new... Oh, did you? It's very good. Well, you know why? It's just the the Popeye sandwich. Yeah. But it's just, yeah, it's just a king in different clothing. Yeah. Or sheep and wolves clothing. It doesn't matter. You fucking get it. It's a great fucking sandwich. It's a good Sammy. But yeah, I just keep thinking about that. Like I heard uh, there's some guy doing a hun- hunger strike until Donda comes out. Well, he's going to probably die. He's probably going to die. Donda's not dropping. You don't I, think so? 
is, is, is gonna... he waiting to drop it the same day as Drake, just to be a petty little boy? Oh, shit. When's Drake dropping? I heard Drake is dropping one relatively soon. Well, Kanye was supposed to put it out six days ago. Yeah. Didn't happen. Uh, which, whatever. I mean, did you watch any of the first live stream? No. It wasn't good. No. I watched I watched three of the songs, and I was like, oh, this is bad. And then I watched a little bit of the second one, and I was like, oh, it's finally better. Here's my question for and basically any artist and anyone in this type of field doing this stuff. Kanye basically went to, he started the album, and then he went to Atlanta, lived in the Superdome like he was in jail, which he wasn't. He was just living in a side office yeah. with a bed on the floor like a, like a rich prick. Right. Right? Wearing the mask, wearing the Kevlar jacket. Like, bro, you need to get two Kevlar jackets because people are going to start coming for you for not putting the album out. Right. Uh, it's it's like he's forcing himself into this timetable to crunch and get this thing out. But why do that? Yeah. You're not going to make the best product you can. Like, look at my look at like 808s and Heartbreaks. He went and he holed up for two and a half months in Hawaii with an old with an old 808 and made that album and it's it changed so hip hop forever. And then you go in My Dark Beautiful Twisted Fantasy. He sat and worked on that and tinkered away for like oh well over a year. Again, another classic album that changed hip hop. And then ever since like he fucking went out and did this goddamn the bullshit. The Jesus thing. The Jesus thing where he completely scrapped uh, Yandi and then busted that album out in like a week. He did those six albums in a row every week that were like good but they weren't great it's like you don't have to rush in to turn in your homework because there is no teacher you're kanye west you're kanye fucking west you the only deadlines you have are probably with gap or adidas right now if you have one with your record label then fucking get it together more but don't fucking keep stringing us all along living in a goddamn arena disturbing you know atlanta united being like pop it into their locker room like hey man just want to give you guys dabs and good luck out there i'm gonna be back here working on donda no really yeah, probably not yeah, right but how weird is it that you just you are playing in the mls and you walk by it's like oh don't go in there that's where kanye's sleeping yeah i know maddie ice shows up <laughs> what's going on mr west how are you he's an eccentric man kanye west he his brain operates favorite. in a full different way it's something. It's like in the moment. It's it's weird and eccentric and odd. And and in fifteen years, it'll be looked upon as like one of the craziest things an artist has ever done. Right. But the internet has just cracked open, it cracked everything open so much that like we see it, and we, even if we try to have the perspective of being like, oh yeah, this guy is like a next level thinking generational brain genius. Sure. But. We're like, yeah, but we see that all the time. Yeah, we get it. We're like, this is bullshit. Right, because he's like, it's like he's trying to top himself. Where like, you know, with Life of Pablo, remember he put it out, then he's like, I'm tinkering on it. Yeah. I'm changing it every week. It's like, that's cool. And now it's evolved to the fact where it's like, I'm doing live streams and I'm living in an arena. When does it stop? And we have to accept that artists are actually people too. Yeah, right. When are we going to get to that? Where yeah. Instead of just being like... Because we're already... That's why we are kind of calling it out and rolling our eyes at it. Because I think we're already there. Yeah. I mean, dude, that paradigm shift started for a lot of people two weeks into the pandemic when they released that Imagine video. And we were all like, wait a minute. You're just a guy 
Yeah. You're just a person. You happen to be like perfectly symmetrical and a talented actress. Yeah. But fuck you. Yeah, you're Kristen Wiig. Calm down. Yeah, man. Celebrity, like the facade of celebrity is being fully rewritten. Sure. It's a whole thing. Like you don't, you don't, it, you don't have to fall into like a certain line. You can fall into a niche. Think about how small 100,000 people is. I know. 100,000 people is like... 100,000 people. It, it, yeah, but <laughs> no, it's, yeah. yeah, but I'm just saying it's, it's what? Two or three full Paul, Paul Brown stadiums? Yeah. It's like two Paul Browns? No, it's less because it holds 75,000. Oh, okay. So it's like Paul Brown Stadium and then the lowers. Oh, uh, let's let, you know what? Let's find that out. Alexa, what is the capacity of Paul Brown Stadium? She's thinking. And she's thinking. Sixty-five thousand five hundred. So it's like, yeah, I mean, a hundred thousand people. All I'm saying, I just get into that number. That's a lot of people to reach. That's a huge scope. Yeah. But in the grand scheme of things, it's nothing. It's a drop in the pail. Right. Compared, because it's you have those. I get it. I get what you're saying. You know. But it's, it's just also, attainable, dude. You don't need to be that big super megastar. People just are kind of bored with it. Of course they are. And everything is just shifted to being more local. But then also, what I mean by saying like artists can just be people, we don't have to expect them to be able to do everything. Yeah. Like, you know, it's just like, yeah, Kanye's doing this live stream stuff. Eventually, it's like, you know, with us, like we do this pod. We talk about baseball. We're very funny. <laughs> of course. Uh, I'm humble. And I've learned it from Kanye. So we have that, but it's also like stand-up and like all these other things we do. Like eventually it's just going to be like, I'm a content creator. It's like, oh, so what does that entail? Well, I'm a graphic artist. I know how to use Photoshop, Illustrator. I also have 2.5 million followers on TikTok. I constantly create TikToks combined with my art. I'm also a rapper and a DJ. And also I'm a club promoter. Like everyone has to have all of these things that they do for us to be like, well, okay. Well, I guess you know you can have a follow. Exactly. I guess you know because all that we aren't even we aren't even human beings anymore. We are just absorbers of content. Right. It's weird. So it's just uh, f- fascinating that that the the stakes are constantly being hired. You know. Yeah. Elevated. Hired. Jesus. Raised. Elevated. Raised. Much better word. Hired. Hired. You know how things get hired. Um. Everyone gets jobs. So. I don't know, man. It's like, when does it eventually, does does society snap and go, enough? You'd like to think soon. And then just revert back to like, well, if you want to find someone, you got to look them up in the phone book. God, that would be amazing. I mean, it'll never happen. No, being able to hide in plain sight. It's too ramped up. Well, yeah, we can't do that. No way. No, and it's like, even if it is for the betterment of, of, uh, you know, humanity, they would just never do it. Just, I mean, think about all the they they know everything about us because of these things. Of course, yeah. Like, who was it? Ted Bundy? They're like he was a master of disguises. No, he grew out his hair and got away with it. Yeah, literally. Yes, literally. Exactly. Like he just he just knew how to change his look. I'm like he grew a mustache. Yeah, he just turned into another white guy. Yeah, just a yeah. He's just a different shade of Caucasian. Master of success. Yeah. No, fuck that. He just like yeah. kind of walked around. Yeah. There was, you know. You couldn't. It was harder to get caught. Exactly, and now that's just serial killers dying out, dog. I know it's such a shame. 
Because now we just got the, what? What was your joke? Where it's just like the school shooter. Oh yeah, something you got to have it now. Yeah, whatever. yeah. yeah the, it makes the me think of that. Millennial school shooters. You oh. know, they want to kill a lot of people, but I want to do it right now, and I want it to be easy. Easy. Yeah. Mom down. Yes, baby. Uh yeah. He went viral. He shot up in elementary school. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That'll happen. That'll totally happen. Someone live stream it. You they know, go on their Twitch. Oh yeah, for sure. Like Twitch, you know, there's also like Facebook gaming, but also if there was a place where like you could have a live audio only conversation about sports. Oh yeah, like you know? uh yeah, like something along the lines of like Spotify Green Room. Yeah, exactly. It's a live audio only sports talk platform. Uh get in on the conversation that you listen to here every week. Download the Spotify Green Room app in the iOS app store. Create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the Sports Street group. Follow us at the New Nasty Boys to be notified when our room goes live. Join us. We'll be going live on Spotify Green Room someday at some time. Join us. Join us. And maybe you'll get to fifth grade. Good read, baby. Thank you. And what a segue. Going from school shooters to Spotify Green Room. I bet that's never happened on another podcast. Probably not. I would guarantee it. You know what has happened on other podcasts? People talking about how good the Reds are. People are. They're starting to get hip, man. They are getting hip. Um, so last week, what happened last week? We took two out of three from the Phillies. Yep. We gone done did that. Um, and then we came home, and Joseph Daniel Votto got 2000, 2001. It then, <clears throat> we dropped two out, of, two out of three to the Cubs. Yeah, which wasn't that cool. No, it wasn't. It is almost, uh, it's almost seven o'clock. Game time's about to start. With the Reds facing off against the Marlins of four spot tonight for GABP, followed by going on the road with three in Milwaukee and three at St. Louis. Our, yeah, we've got four. Uh, we've got, oh, wait, I'm we've got wrong. four against the Fish, three against Milwaukee, and then three more against the Fish and Mil- in Miami. In Miami. And then we come home and play three against the Cardinals. Yeah, against the Cardinals to finish out August. Which is, man, we're right here. We are in the thick of it, dude. They finally announced it. Uh, here it is. The Marlins are starting Needert. Needert. Yeah, he was TBD up until about five minutes ago. No shit, which says to me, bullpen day. Proofs well for the f- fucking Reds, you would like to hope, man. You would hope, because uh, did we? I think we mentioned it. Did we mention this at the start, which was um, the legs... Don't have any fucking tape or good scouting reports. No tape. And then also just law of averages. The Reds were so fucking hot. Yeah. It was a matter of time for our bats to cool down. And the the Cubbies had just gone on a 12-game skid after they lost the core and the heart of their entire team. Yeah. Called up a bunch of triple A'ers plus Jason Hayward. And, I mean, it was just that was how it was going to happen. Yeah, I mean, how the, how crazy is that you have to sit back and watch Jason Hayward make twenty plus million dollars a year, and he's batting one ninety eight. He's just dog shit playing for a really bad team. A glove first guy who playing for a bad team. Yeah, I wonder how much time's left on that contract. I'm gonna look that up. It's really. gotta be coming up. It ha- uh, I think it's probably longer than you think. Jason Hayward. Contract because I'm doing it on my phone. Do do do. Yeah, <laughs> he signed an eight-year, one hundred and eighty-four million dollar deal. Yikes! And he is signed through. You ready for this? 
He signed through the 2023 season. Yeah, he gets 22 million next year, and then 22 million again. The they owe him 44 million dollars, and he got a crazy signing bonus too. He got a 20 million dollar signing bonus. Very rich man. Extremely rich man. He has a full no trade clause from 2016 through 2018. Partial no trade clause through 2019 and 2020. Um, if applicable, Hayward can opt out after the 2019 season with 550 plate appearances. Well, he wasn't going to fucking do that. Nope. We all know that shit. Just riding the wave. That's hilarious. Combined with his signing bonus being deferred through 2024 to 2027 with $5 million each year. They're going to pay him long after he is not played for them. Hilarious. Fuck yeah. But people are like, oh, the catch he had in the World Series and the at-bat. It's like, you... Yeah, I mean, is it worth $20 million? A year? At one moment? I just got a... a, My phone lit up from MLB. Hunter Green, 22, is uh, the biggest riser in the new rankings of prospects in Major League Baseball. The right-hander moved up 44 spots. Guys on fire. from From number 81 to number 27. Lodolo, who has previously held the top prospect for the Reds, is now their number two prospect at number 32 overall. Oh, my God. So we've our number one and number two are 27 and 32 <sighs> overall. Not, not ideal. Top, not 25, not top 25 in baseball, but yeah, still. Yeah, but, I mean... Well, because our number one just man, got he's up here. I was about to say India Stevenson, uh, even India Stevenson, Barrero, and Barrero. They're all already in the league, fully contributing. Barrero, I wish he could just stay up here. He just looks like a big leaguer. Big leaguer. I don't know why we don't. I mean, it's kind of odd to me that he's not in the starting lineup today. Um, you still have Farmer there. He's dipped substantially since. I mean, let's look at let's look at his. Uh, yeah, but I mean, Farmer being an everyday player for the most part with a two sixty one batting average is kind of phenomenal. Truly is. Oh no, he's playing. High, he's playing high above his average and his pay grade. But at the same time, like I always said, we are we are a weekly pod, so we got to look. That's at, all we can do is one week. We got to look at the look at them the past fifteen games. You know what I mean? So when we look at it, we got it pulled up. We're pulling it up here. Come on. Motherfucker. Yeah, okay. I love how you go to MLB and it's like, shop farmer gear. Right. No, not a slight against the guy, but... Okay, here we go. Let's look at his uh, last his last 15 games. The guy in 63 appearances has 16 hits, one homer, 10 ribs, a walk, 11 strikeouts. He's batting 254 with a 277 on base percentage, slugging 381. That's not serviceable. No. Especially in that short amount of time. Yeah. Um, but then if you look at his last 30, I mean, the trend is going downward. But you look at the last 30, it's like 350, 391, 558 with four homers. But that's still four homers in 30 games. Like, Yeah. If we're talking, sta- if we're talking stats, I, I took a screenshot of this the other day. This was on Sunday, so this is four days. Sure. So it could be changed. But this is where the Reds currently rake in the National League. They are first in hits. Yeah. First in doubles, first in OPS, second in runs, second in average, second in OP, uh, on-base percentage, second in ribs, second in slugging, third in home runs. Sure. It's the best offense in the league. Of course. 
It's just it, it's it, amazing. It's really kind of just crazy to look at. With everyone taking turns being unbelievably hot for a short period of time, right? Combined with the consistency of the Winker is well, he had a small dip after the, after being named an All Star, but he yes. got back to it, and now he's on the IL with that back issue. But it's retroactive, and we expect him back fairly soon, right? Yes. Like we could expect him to potentially play in, against Milwaukee. You could in Milwaukee, um, which is get, huge. Getting guys back. Losing guys, one thing, you know, it sucks to talk about, but Moustakas is ice cold. Unbelievably cold. He's like one for 25. It's bad. Yeah, it's real rough. I mean, a lot of that's timing, getting your rhythm back right, you know, maybe. Sure. You, I guess. Also, it's just like the slumping nature of baseball. Correct. He came up and just immediately hit three doubles, and then he was just like, well, I'm good for a couple yeah. weeks. And I don't know. It's not like you don't ring the alarm. No, and and it's also not like he's consistently playing every day. No, you're splitting it with Gino. So the problem that you're having is it's a giant black hole in the lineup. Still, yeah. Would you rather have Moose where he is now, or would you rather have Gino where he is now, where it's they're still striking out, but at least Gino hits a homer in every 25 plate appearances? Right. Where what would you and what would you rather have? I don't know. I mean. I still almost lean moose. Sure. Just to left-handed bat. And I don't know. I just trust him to come out of it a little bit more. I do, too. You know? I do, too. I trust moose to come out and start spraying the ball to all fields. Contact. Be the, be the hitter that he is. Be the average guy that he is. Correct. You know? Because if he hits home runs, added bonus. Sure. But we need Mustagas to go out and be the, you know, damn near 300 hitter that he is. Well, he's more 255, 260. Okay, okay. But he hits doubles and gets yeah, in. Yeah, he's got in high slugging. High slugging, which is what you want. And he's if you're not even coming close to hitting the ball, that's not that's not happening. It's not happening at all. So, you, you, I hope that that turns on a little bit. Um, also, with Winker out... You've had Tyler Naquin turn it on. He had like a 12-game hitting streak. He's in the middle of an eight-game hitting streak right now. That's it. Yeah, because whenever he hit a home run last, which wasn't last night, was it? No. Two nights ago, he hit a dinger, and it gave gave him an eight-game hitting streak. So I don't know if he's currently on a niner, if he extended it yesterday or not. But he's been on fire. What the fuck? MLB won't even let me look up. I click on Tyler Naquin, and then it says, Oof! Junk sleep make you type the wrong URL? Talk to a sleep expert today and unjunk your sleep. Learn more at mattressfirm.com. Wrong. We are looking for Tyler Naquin's current statistics. We are doing that. God, I love Kyle. Dude, Kyle Farmer's walk-up song makes me chuckle every time. What is it? When the dogs come, with the dogs coming in. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Farm dogs. I don't know the words, but you know what? I don't need them because I make my own songs, and they're pretty fun. Sing in your own heart, Bill. That's what I, that's what I fucking do. Um, so let's look at, so from August 10th, here we go. Oh, the hit streak ended. Oh, no, it's still going. Yeah, he's got a... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight game hitting streak at the moment. Uh, I think it was. Was it yesterday he had the homer? I'm looking. I'm trying to pull it up here. He did have one yesterday. He did have the homer yesterday. Okay. He had the lone run. Yeah. Uh, that is correct. 
Uh, eight game streak. Yeah, in his last, Jesus Christ, his last seven games, 26 plate appearances, five runs, 11 hits, two homers, six ribs, three walks, four Ks with a 423 average, 483 on base percentage, and 692 slugging. I was going for his head. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Last week, I was like, He's not producing what like he was. Yeah, I know. And now you look at his stat line, and I mean, it's he's got like fourteen home runs on the year, over fifty ribs. Yeah, it's crazy. He's batting two fifty four or something. Yeah, but you also got to remember those first half rib, first amount of ribs came in the first two weeks of the season. Yeah, that's true. So he is extremely streaky. Yeah. he's never had the true opportunity to play every day. But it's kind of the beauty of. I mean, this is he hasn't had the opportunity to play every day in his whole career, but this season is. Easily his career year. Yes. I mean, he's getting more run this year than he ever saw in Cleveland. Agreed. He's on the field. I mean, he's setting career highs in everything just because he's out there more often. Mm -hmm. And just like the rotating door nature of our outfield, it's kind of ideally you want consistent, dependable, point at him, this is what you're going to get, guys. But we have streaky, our whole outfield, it's just streak. Yes. Minus Castellanos. And Winker for the most part. Yeah. Where they've just kind of both just been on hot streaks the whole year. Yeah. Like you said, Winker had a bit of a dip back on track. Yep. Hopefully when it comes back. But then you look at you look at Naquin, streak. You look at Aquino, one of the streakiest guys we have. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, at any given moment, he can be the most dangerous hitter in the league. Right. And just hit homers. Yes. Like th- where they look easy. Yeah, that last home run he hit had a exit velocity of 116 miles an hour, and he just barely swung. Yeah, well, he, the whole thing is don't pitch Aquino's fa- Aquino fastball. Yeah, you can't throw him a fastball. No. It's gone. If you, but if you throw him a changeup yeah. or a curveball or a slider, he looks like a buffoon. Yes, and this is the sign of a good team, man. One person goes down and someone else steps up. Steps up. Yep. It was Joey. Then it was, and then it's been Tyler. It, it was Winker for a long time. Casty. When Casty. he went down, it felt like. We didn't miss too much of a beat where it's like we didn't because Joey was putting up better numbers than he was. Yeah, it's unreal. I know. And our bullpen has found a way to get better after the deadline. Yes, by DFAing Heath Hembry. Good, you know. Goodbye, Heath. Goodbye. Update. Thank you for your service, but good luck somewhere else, Uh, man. Update your LinkedIn profile. Go start working at Carmax or whatever. Right. You'll be you'll be fine, but that was that was this is just showing you the ineptitude of how badly the front office was by not making moves earlier to get better pieces. Right. Instead of just com- keep grabbing off of the trash heap, uh, the Hembry heap, and keep it moving. Just keep the line going. Just be like, throw anything at it. We'll yeah, figure it no out. Tell- we'll figure it no, out. No telling where we're sitting right now. Had we addressed those problems, even. I mean, it's close as like three weeks earlier. Right. And now you have Tony Santian, who you're fully on board with being a bullpen guy. Yeah. You know, slider fastball. Fine. That's serviceable for an inning and a third. Yes, or it an is. Inning, you know, that's what you need. And he had clearly just lost it and he got refigured out. Yeah. Thank you. But the Band-Aid's been pulled off and it's at the bottom of the pool. Yeah. So it sucks for him, and I feel for his family, and I get it. Playing oh, no, major league but, baseball I mean, isn't easy. No, it's the hardest job to fucking keep, yeah. and, and and he deserves to be cut. Fact of the matter is, and yep. he, I would like to think, I'm sure as disappointed as he is, like 
It's it's a success. He was just sitting on the fucking couch. Yeah. We gave him a job. He came up. Overall, it I, we 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 just had to ask too much of him. Yeah. He was putting in a hard spot. No way that he could maintain going out there and saving games. I mean, they were, it, it, we are just not that far away from winning games where you know Sonny gave us a good outing and then we got enough outs from like Brock and Hembry. Right. That's crazy. That's, that's insane. Luck. That is one. That is you know 90 percent luck. That's lucky, bro. Yes. So you know we're just in a different world. Givens is fun to watch. Givens is Dude, great. His his delivery is weird. I heard Cowboy talking about it. Givens describes himself more of a slinger than a thrower. Oh, I see that. Have you like his arm angle? But dude, it's so weird. It's like the ball just kind of slings out of his hand. It's just a. It's an art art. Odd arm slot, and I bet you it's really hard to hit. Oh, yeah. And, it, and it's so crazy because he can gas it. I didn't realize he could gas it. And it comes late. Yes. Because his foot is first. Yeah. And it's a little at you, then all of a sudden it's just on you. Yeah, yeah. So, Givens is good. Sace has been looking pretty good. Yeah, man. He's just... You know what Sace is doing is he's pitching to contact. He's throwing that slider low and outside where they're going to pop it up or ground it out. Yeah. And then Mikey Bicep's still just mowing these fuckers down. <sighs> I guess the van's cleats are working. They're finally working, man. They're finally working for him. No, it's fun to see Mikey do his thing. Um, if I see him in the outfield again, I'm going to throw a goddamn fit. Can't do it. No. Can't do it for what he means to the team for the on the mound. And considering you're going to get TJ back soon, too. Yes. So here's the here's another question, then. TJ's coming back. Um, you've already DFA'd Hembry. Brock's on the I.L., you are left in the pen with Justin Wilson, who's looked, at, who's done an adequate job. He's done fine. Lefty. Sean Doolittle, lefty. Lefty. Amir Lefty. I think we're looking at, we're looking at it now. Where if TJ comes back, you're gonna have to get rid of a lefty. Oh yeah. I am getting rid of Sean Doolittle. Me too. I'm eating that money. See you later. You have to. You have to. We we barely we throw him out there the way that we throw Kyle Farmer out there. Mm-hmm. He is up there in games that the towel has been thrown in one way or another. Mm-hmm. Whether we're up eight or down eight, it's do little garbage time. Yep. And it's like, yeah, man, just open that spot up and move on. Um, yep. And that's where you have to solidify moving into the playoffs. Yes. And when, and hoping that you get that push to get that game and a half to hopefully make it five games. Yes. Oh, nice. Uh, Christian Grant just texted me. We're having a traveling photographer cover the event tomorrow, so dress how you want. Nice. I don't know what that means. I mean, I'm going to wear what I'm going to wear. Yeah. What are you doing the drag show? I am. Nice. It's very fun. Comedy and drag. Do, you, do we still roast the, the drag queen? I don't know if I didn't do the roasting thing. Okay. I don't I, know if you are or not. I, I was not asked. I would probably be very mean. Yeah, it's fun. Oh, it looks like it's going to be great. I'm very excited. We'll get to that part later, but yeah. Um, so, I'm trying to think. Barrero, uh, we are very excited about that. I'm just going to check my list real quick. Just one last time to see. Oh, we, we uh, just so random. Uh, we picked up Ender and Ciarte. Yeah, and more he's outfield just losing losing his mind down in Triple A. Four batting four oh seven with like a five seventy seven on base percentage. Yeah, so like his OPS is in the high eight. That fucking rules. Oh, that was a wet one. Um, so just more depth. So 
What does that signal to you that he's there combined with Senzel not getting called back up? That's the biggest eyebrow raiser to me in the whole thing because if they're confident that Senzel is going to be able to come back and play, there's, no there's reason. zero reason why you give yourself more of a headache. Right, and sign a two-time Gold Glover and a three-time All-Star, yeah. Ender and Ciarte, yeah. to go play at AAA. I don't get that. It's weird. Very weird. It's unsettling. Because it just bit. makes you think that they don't have much faith in Sinzel coming back. And combined with the fact that you have Shogo on your bench, you have Gutierrez, you have, not Gutierrez, I apologize, you've got Shogo on your bench, you have the Punisher on your bench, Naquin playing center at the moment, uh, those are all the outfielders on our bench. And, and they're not much bench anymore just because Winker's out right now, too. Right. So we're seeing a lot of Naquin, Aquino, right. Akiyama, Naquin. Which Akiyama had a hell of a catch two days ago in center field. Yeah. Where he just climbed the wall again. That dude plays a almost perfect defensive center field. Yes, it's very solid. He's, he's, nah, but he's very timid coming in. He there, can there, be. Was, there was a ball that Kyle Farmer had no business catching. Mm-hmm. It, it was not Farmer's ball. Mm-hmm. And Shogo was, I mean, like 10 feet away from him. Sure. Like, and it, maybe it's a language thing. Who knows? That's Just what like, I was thinking. And as, yeah, but I mean, let's figure out I got it. <laughs> you know? Okay. Yeah. yeah you're okay. playing center field. I don't need you to be fluent. Let's figure out mine. Mine. Got it. Yeah. Catch. Yes. Let's figure out my ball, my ball. My ball. You got to figure that out. Speaking of, you know, Japanese players, Jack Morris, huh? Huh. <laughs> don't. I mean, what did Jack Morris do? What did Jack Morris do? Oh, yeah. I think you're doing a great job. Jack Morris. Yeah, man. Leading God love into his heart. it. Yeah. Uh, he came up. And and and, the, and the, during the broadcast with the Tigers, Shohei's coming up to bat. The other announcers like Shohei Otani coming up to bat for the Angels, one of the most dangerous bats in the league. What do you do here if you are the uh, Tigers pitching, Jack? Be very very careful. <laughs> yeah, and he, I did Elmer Fudd, by the way. Yeah, he did Elmer Fudd, which you know who knows, maybe more. <laughs> maybe maybe he more. He certainly offensive. was not. You know, it's um, yeah, I guess don't do that, but. Anyone? Uh, I just don't believe anyone who's upset. Uh, yeah. Can can we talk about how funny it was? It's truly hilarious. It's very I funny. Mean, he, he nailed it. He he nailed it. It was like the comedic timing was perfect. And it's what you would say about Shohei Otani. You'd be very be very, very careful. careful. This guy's a freak of nature. Yeah, the guy is up there with a monstrous stick. Will anybody in the next five to six years be able to win MVP? Besides God, him? if he stays healthy. I can't remember if I asked this on the pod last year, but like, if he's healthy and he still play and he pitches and hits, he's the MVP. Correct. There's nothing you could do. Like Vladimir Guerrero Jr., he could win the Triple Crown this year. Go yeah, and again. still an easy second place. Easily. It's to the, Shohei. Correct. If you're, it's a if mile. you're top five MVP, top five Cy Young, you're the Number MVP. One. You're number You're one. You're the best player. Easily. No one. You can't say that there's a better baseball player. You cannot say there's someone that isn't more valuable. Yes. It's right. No, he plays every day. There. He bat. He, you know, some people might be like, oh, well, he doesn't play the outfield. He. Who cares? It doesn't matter. He's game changing with the stick. Three days 
out of the three three days out of the out of the five games. He's the only person in the big leagues with forty plus home runs. And also a sub sub three ERA. Yeah, it's crazy. Come on. No, I know it's a whole different fucking ball game. I mean, we complain as Reds fans about the front office. Imagine being an Angels fan. Um, wow. Are you kidding me? Being an Angels fan has to be brutal. You had to watch the two of the best players of a generation with Shohei. And Mike Trout, albeit Mike Trout on the IL. Yeah, okay, but... But you get that and and Rendon on the IL. Like, it's not for a lack of effort. It's just not worked and then not do anything about your starting pitching. Nothing. Zero. Nothing. Nada. You trade away one of your better ones in Heaney. Yeah. Who still wasn't that great either. No. I mean, they don't have a single arm. Done. Besides Shohei. Besides Shohei and Rizel closing it out. Yeah. God, it would have been nice to kept, to have him this year. Yes, it would have, because he is kind of straight in the ship a little bit. He looks good. A ton. Good. He looks amazing. He looks great. He has, like, twenty in 26 save opportunities, he has 24. Yeah, he looks good. He's a very good. He's a free agent next year. Welcome home. Come on back! I wonder what his number will be. Um, If you made me guess... I'm going to guess it's going to be two years, 24, Oh, wow. A lot of money. Yeah, $12 million a year. Yeah. I can see that. I wonder an, if we, I wonder if we bring closer? back. I know we're just kind of going all over the place. I wonder if we bring back Tucky. I think you have to. I think you have to. You have to. He's the perfect backup catcher yeah. to Tyler, T- Tyler Stevenson, who's... Uh, to no fault of Tucker's own either. No. It's just they're both locked in. Oh, looks like the group thread's blowing up. Uh, What the hell was that throw by Ty Steve? I'm over Senzel. He's hurt again. Tyler Stevens, or Nick Senzel's hurt again? Let me look it up. Because I believe it. I mean, did you read the article C-Trend put out about yeah. Senzel? Where you can see it in the triple that Senzel hit, where he was rounding second and heading for third, that his knee, like he was clearly favoring a knee. He's playing not all the way up to speed. Okay, so Nick Senzel has had his option reversed. He has been he has been seen by multiple doctors this week, and he has fluid on his surgically repaired left knee. He was optioned Sunday. That option will be reversed. He'll go to Arizona for rehab while on the big league IL. Oh, thought so. That makes sense. Damn. So he's got to get that fucker drained. Yeah. Because I mean, yeah, you clearly watched that clip. He is—he's still fast, but he's not moving to what he should. Be. Oh, that clip of the triple. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's—it's still—he's still kind of favoring it for sure. You see it. So when people were all up in arms, like, "Oh, he's out of it! He's out of you! Gotta have him come up! You gotta!" He's in it is so fishy though. It. So on Sunday, Nick Senzel isn't coming to Cincinnati because of options and flexibility. Correct. On Monday. Actually, no, it's uh, it's baseball reasons. He needs more time. Thursday, yeah, so he saw a bunch of doctors and he has fluid on his knee back to the IL. Right. That's sketchy. That's an ep- That's also more ineptitude. Yeah, which we've seen with this very team before. And it's just a with, lack of with communication. With Castellanos, yeah. It is. It's a lack of communication. Do you think it's almost time to be like, 
you've been with us for a long time, Dr. Kremchek, but it looks like it's not working out. Maybe. He fucked up my sister's knee. Really? Yeah. She, uh... It was something... Yeah, so... (laughs) I was not expecting you to say that. Oh, yeah. It was something where she was running for cross-country and there was some type of swelling and then he... He did something wrong in there. I'm being very vague because I don't have all the details and I'm calling out a doctor. Um, so, and overall, like, it's her knee still, like, clicks from it. Ain't quite right. So, not quite right. And it was just, like, it was just a botch on his end. And this is a, this is a girl who is who was in high school running cross country. Right. You know. So, you know, then if that's happening, if, you know, with her... And they're and they're just out misdiagnosing Reds players, right? And totally screwing the pooch there. I mean, even if the problem is not like diagnosing, even if the problem is just communication, that's a huge glaring problem. Monstrous. We, you got to be at the very least. You must be on top of that. Yeah. You gotta. You gotta know what's up with your players when they can play, when they're ready. Right. If they're healthy. I, if they're healthy. That's, that's your job. One, that is literally your job. Is You are the doctor. You, you're the body man. You're the physician. Figure it out. Yeah, you're the body guy. So it seems like it's time to call these guys out. And to be like, look, do your fucking job. I, I, I just think it's that plain and simple. Couldn't agree more, man. With, I mean... Ugh. I mean, letting Winker play, remember, in like 2018 with that shoulder playing. Fully play, injured. To fully injured and neck fully injured. Yeah, I know. Guy's mostly neck. Mostly, exactly. It doesn't take a lot to x-ray that guy's fucking neck. His name shouldn't be Jesse. It should be Jeffrey. Yeah. The giraffe. Jeffrey the giraffe, the Toys yeah. R Us guy. The Toys R Us. Not the guy with kids. Yes. No, Very but different. Jeffrey the giraffe, the first Jeffrey to get canceled. That is true. What did he do? It's a lot of Lost kids. Lost to Amazon. A lot of kids. <laughs> well, you want to hear a real Jeffrey conspiracy? He was, necking, he was necking some kids. Yeah, dude. They found uh, they found Jeffrey's giraffe in his jail cell with his neck tied in a knot. Oh my god! So how, you mean to tell me? You mean to tell me that he didn't like that? He did that. <laughs> there you go. You got the rim shot, bud. There you go. You earned it. Boom. Um. So yeah, that's that's. So coming up, you know, we have to take three out of one against the fish. I mean, we we are just sitting in a world right now where we wake up tomorrow and the Reds are a half game out of the wild card spot. Right. It could happen. We just got to keep on winning. And, yep. the, and the Pedros just got to keep losing, baby. And they will. And they probably will. They're just going to get beat up. They've got a tough-ass schedule. Yep. And their team's depleted. Yeah. It's weird seeing Tatis and Wright. Yeah, it is. Oh, they play this afternoon then. It's a Thursday afternoon game. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you go. Uh, the Phillies are coming in cold. So you've got two cold teams getting ready to play each other. Like that. So fantastic. like that a lot. Uh, you need to win three out of three out of four, and then you go to Milwaukee. You got to get two together, hopefully. Yeah, and I mean we are all but thr- okay. How about this for us to even be in the discussion? 
to even worry about the Central, we got to sweep the Brewers. Here's my thing, man. I've given up on the Central. Yeah, me too. That team is good, bro. They're very good. They're fucking filthy. They they are like almost 30 games over 500. But I will tell you this. I'd love to see them in a five or seven game series. I think we do match up well against them. Everyone matches up well against them. Yeah. They but- are just locked in, cruising. Their starting pitching is great. Their relief is great. Their offense is serviceable. Yeah, I would be interested to know how many, uh, like, I wonder how many runs they score a game. The we, Brewers. We can look that up. Yeah, I'm just out of curiosity. Uh, I'm looking it up now for you. Yeah, I want a look baseball that up. reference. You know who's hotter than a pistol right now? The Braves. I know they're gonna they're gonna win the Central. They are running or away the with the East, the man. East, they're nine sorry. and one in their last ten. They're four up on Phil. Yeah. On Phil Pointer. Phil Pointer's in second place in the American League East. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Just by himself. By him. Philly P. Philippe Pointier. Okay, let's see here. So, boop, 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 boop. I don't need attendance. I need... Average runs. What would you guess? I'm going to say 4.1. Four point run four point four four one? Four point one. What is this? What are you? No, don't show only selected rows. Show only selected crows. Yes, please. I'm looking for some some numbers here, partner. Give me a minute. I'm assuming that's uh runs per game. But I'm trying to find it. Okay, I don't need that. Ah, now I need to reload it. Fuck it, man. Who cares? I care. Okay, you want to know? I think it's 4.65 runs per game. There you go. That's what it's looking like, if you made me guess. But I will say this. This is incredible. Their team batting average this year is 234 with a 319 on base with a 401 slugging. 319 on base team batting average? um, That's bad. That's bad. Their offense is bad. They've had 151 homers this year. Not great. Not great at all, brother. That, that No bat in that lineup scares me, including Christian Yelich, who still isn't right. Yeah, he's still hurt or something's off with I, him. It's. I think he's still hurt. I think that 2022... If you may, if I were a betting man, which on occasion I am, 2022, I think that he will probably finish top top five in NL MVP voting. Yeah, I will. I do. I will. I I will put money on that as soon as props are as soon as that is available. Okay. Should I fly to Vegas now and do that? I think I'm going to go do that. Do it. Um. But yeah, no, no one in that that lineup scares me except for maybe Willie Adamas. He's having yeah. a great year. Great year. But I'm not threatened. No. And I hope that we go to Milwaukee and we play as well as we can, you know, as we have been this through this stretch. Because let me pull it up. Doesn't Milwaukee, I mean, let's just live in a fucking fantasy world where where we lose our minds and the bottom falls out of Milwaukee. Yes. Okay, because, I mean, right now their schedule, they've got three three against the Nationals at home. Then they got three against us at home. Mm-hmm. Then they go three Minnesota at Minnesota. That's an easy three games. Be. But then they go four at San Francisco. Love that. Three at home against St. Louis. Three at home against the Phillies. 
I think that's a favorable stretch. Yeah, I mean, they're, the end of their season is not as easy as ours. No. I mean, they've got Cleveland mixed in there, two against Detroit, three against the Cubs, four against St. Louis. Then they go three against the Mets, three against St. Louis. But their last three games of the year are Dodgers. You know? Yeah. So, I, who knows? I mean, if they <laughs> just... Right. If they go... What if for whatever reason if they go three and seven in their next ten and the Reds go seven and three then we're looking at the Central and we're four games back. You right. know the shit shit can be squirrely. I agree. You know it can be squirrely. But I I, I would agree. Don't. No, we are a wild card team. For sure. We're we're not going to win the Central. No. no. And if we just keep on track and knowing what the Padres have in front of them, oh boy, boy howdy. I know. So everyone's saying, oh, yeah, the two wild card spots are, uh, 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 have been spoken for by the NL West. The national media Not needs, anymore. Not anymore. But I, I even said that on this podcast about how we need to win the Central because you know the top two are coming out of the West. Right. But that's just not the case. No. Not it's, anymore. It's not anymore. It's wonderful to see. I'm just... Um, and also what was really nice about about those guys coming out of the West. They haven't seen us. It, the Dodgers will see us towards in a couple weeks. Yeah. But, you know, say that that Los Angeles catches San Francisco. San Francisco has only seen us early in the season. They yeah. haven't seen the full run of everything and right. how everyone's progressed and gotten better. Yeah. Whereas San Francisco has been, has been consistently where they're at all season. Yes. Except for adding Chris Bryant. Yeah, that changes their team a lot. A little bit. Yeah. Who's been playing very well since he's gotten to the bay. All of those Cubs boys, minus Baez. Rizzo got sick, but, I mean, he had an RBI in his first eight games. What do you think about the Luke Voigt energy? Did what about it? Did you see that? He no. came out and he said, when Rizzo comes back, I still should be the starter. Last year, I was top 10 in AL MVP voting. The position should still be mine. Love to hear it. Yeah. Big dick energy, dude. Yeah, for sure. He's not terribly wrong. No, he's not. He are, he at least has the right to say that. Mm-hmm. Not going to happen. No, you can't make Giancarlo play left field. No. You can't. That guy, you don't want to run the risk of him getting hurt. Right. Because he is also a glass man. And also, probably not a great left fielder. But he was. He used to be. Yeah. He used to be a, an average outfielder with a cannon. So He did have a hose. A huge hose. He's got two huge hoses. You can only figure. You can, God, yeah. He's that. really just five large hoses. He's a <laughs> he's a big man. He's a huge man. Yeah, he's all hose. Well, speaking of hose, let's round third and head for home, shall, shall we? Shall we? Uh, go ahead. We don't have a show tonight. No, clearly. We rained it out just because the weather is so bad, you know? <laughs> I am so mad that it was a perfect evening. I know. Truly perfect. But but we're next week. We're next week at High Grain Brewery. Um, coming up, I'm not really 100% sure of my schedule, man. Monday's at the Hub. Next Thursday at High Grain. Yep. Follow me if you want the spots. If you want it, baby. Um, you can see me tomorrow night or tonight, whenever you decide to listen to this motherfucking thing. I'll be at Below Zero doing a comedy and drag show at 8 o'clock. That'll be fun. It's me, Zachary Wycuff, Luna Malbro. Um... And three drag queens. It's a really good time. It's a great time. Go watch Zach, uh, Zach Wyckoff bomb really hard. Really hard. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be so uncomfortable. I love it. Yes, he is. Um, 
So it'll probably be the closest gig he's ever done. Yes. Yeah, it's just right there. Oh, wait, he moved. No, he's yeah. in Walnut Hills. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. He used to be right there. Now he's not. He gone. He gone. Bye. Um, that, high grade next Thursday. And that is all I have on the calendar at the moment. Well, next weekend, if you're in Sandusky, Ohio, say hello. The offer still stands. If I don't know you personally, I will be at the Reds game Saturday and Sunday. If you come up and you're like, hey, I listened to the podcast, I'll buy you a beer. He will. The offer is standing. It Never is not stood. There. And I have not gotten to do it. So please validate why we do this every week and let me buy you a beverage. Please. Please. He's begging you to buy you a $12 beer. Yeah. Come on. You can get, you know, you get yourself a nice Smirnoff ice. Whatever you need. The Smirnoff ice seltzer. Drop a couple little bottles in there. Itty bitty bots. So. Fuck yeah, man. Fucking go, Reds. Let's Jesus go. Christ. Let's, Let's get it done. Let's over fucking go. We're so close. We are so close, and uh, just be thankful that we're close. No kidding. Enjoy watching these games, man. Yes. Um, so thank you to Sports Drink for being fantastic and putting us on their airwaves. And thank you to Spotify, Spotify Green Room, our favorite app our favorite app and our favorite sponsor um so thank you so much for listening and as always go red lights stay nasty how about you how about you welding instructor alex declare knows firsthand how vr training platforms like forge fx can help meet the demand for skilled workers anywhere you go look there's going to be a shortage of welders VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. 
After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. 